Section 49 of Is the Bible Worth Reading and Other Essays. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by False Citron. Is the Bible Worth Reading and Other Essays by Lemuel K. Washburn. Section 49, The Old and the New. This is essentially an age of change. Things which have been established for centuries are no longer regarded as fixed. That which has been looked upon as absolute is not respectively held to be uncertain. The foundations of old ideas are being disturbed, and man finds that he has built upon sandy bottom. Much which in times past answered the human soul now affords no satisfaction. It is plain that a revolution has commenced that will be far-reaching and important in its actions and reactions. There is to be a general overhauling of matters secular and religious, political and social, and a wholesale clearing out of old words and forms of outgrown habits and customs may be expected. The world of man is about to take account of stock and to have a universal comparison of estimates of values. Too long have we been subsisting upon the say-sos of our ancestors and taking their eyes and ears as infallible. For many years men have regarded all questions of religion as settled, and that the whole duty of this and future generations was to accept the conclusions of the past upon all religious matters. We do not understand how men ever came to regard such conclusions as final, or how they came to expect the whole human race to receive them as the utmost of human knowledge. We do not look upon the questions of religion as settled, and the growing doubts of the infallibility of the common religious ideas demands that we reconsider these questions. To do this, we have not to go into any theological discussion. No learned authorities are to be consulted to establish or refute any lines of argument. No dictionaries of terms is to be examined to settle the meanings of words. We have only to decide whether mankind have better facilities for observing and studying the phenomena of the universe in past times than we have today. Whether their eyes and ears were better than ours, and their methods and opportunities for ascertaining the truth of things higher than those of this age. If men in the past had facilities inferior to ours for observing the phenomena of the universe, it would follow that their ideas of the universe would be inferior. Now, if we have superior ideas of the universe, ideas nearer the truth things, why should we be expected to surrender these and hold ideas which are false? It seems to us that the questions of religion may be settled by deciding whether or not we are to believe our own eyes and ears and trust our knowledge and experience. It is certain that if we can trust our senses and our knowledge, the old ideas of the universe, of the origin of earth, of life, of men, and of good and evil, and the whole catalogue of religious things are incorrect, and if we accept them, we do so contrary to our reason and understanding. With faith in the present, and in all that makes it peculiar, its scientific tendencies, and with the belief that out of the doubts and uncertainty that are now around us will come higher convictions which will deepen and widen life's purpose and make humanity a fairer word and a fairer reality, we say, ring out the old, ring in the new, ring out the false, ring in the truth. Hell is where cowards have sent heroes. A man never fell downstairs that he did not blame the stairs. The cross people carry today is made of gold or set with diamonds. There is nothing in this world of ours that will work harder, fight harder, wait more patiently, and suffer longer than love, unless it be hate. End of section 49